Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight it's just me and Liza. Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so usually when it's just me and Liza, there's a lot going on, a lot going on that could not go into a show. But I think we're going to keep it on topic and appropriate yes. and talk about, in fact, we have to keep it appropriate because we're talking about something fancy tonight, right? So fancy, it's pinkies up, everyone. It's pinkies up at the Enchanted Rose Lounge. Mm-hmm. So when we went down to Universal a couple weeks ago for training, we did head over to Disney, of course, because, you know, we're Disney people. And we went to the Enchanted Rose Lounge one night. And not only did we stuff ourselves, we had the best time. So let's talk a little bit about the lounge. Uh, If you don't know, it's in the Grand Floridian. It's in the section behind where the orchestra used to be that it's moved now. I'm going to have Liza talk about that, but mm-hmm. it's where the orchestra used to be. They knocked out the old Meisner's lounge. They added some space onto it. They took out the menswear shop that I'm pretty sure no one ever went to and a couple other little things. So it's much bigger and there's patio. Can you tell us real quick about where the orchestra went? Cause I think that's a little different. Yeah, I was I was really surprised because the orchestra used to be in this great location right when you walk in and you kind of look up and it's right there and they're playing. And it's beautiful. When you walk in, it's like they're right there to like they're right your left. So, you know, when you walk in from where the buses are, or maybe you parked your car because you're going to go eat and you walk in right into the main entrance. Um, it's where the concierge desk used to be. It's just such I don't know where a they put those guys. bizarre location to put it. I think you can tell it's temporary because one of our agents, Crystal, she was with us and she said, did they take my grandma's drapes? Because it, it doesn't look good. I mean, there's, it's not good. No, it's not. And it, at first I thought maybe they moved it because they did transform that lounge up there into the Enchanted Rose Lounge. But, and then I thought maybe they made the band move down here and maybe they'll go right back up there. But I don't know if that's happening. I don't think so because they have that seating area where they used to be. So there's like a little seating area outside of the lounge, kind of like overflow. Mm -hmm. It was empty the night we were there, but it is a cute little seating area. I'm sure they'll move it somewhere. I mean, it can't stay there. It's not good. So we'll see. I was surprised. Let's just say that I was surprised. I didn't need to get that up close and personal with the band as soon as I walked in. You know what? I heard you got up close <laughs> with a lot of people from the band when you were in high school. Yes, I was. Oh, I no, was oh. in the marching band. Hello. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you did you say the trombone or something? No, I played the flute. Now, how is that even possible? Because when I was in high school, there were two kinds of girls. You were a nerd and you played the clarinet, which is what I played. Or you were a (laughs) cool hot chick and you played the flute. Now, I just don't see you as the cool girl. Um, I had to be honest. Well, okay. The cool people in my school were not in the band. Although I thought the coolest people were in the band. Obviously. And I did flip the flags. I was a flag flipper and a band player. So, I mean, I was technically waving the flag around on the marching field, but playing the flute and concert band. So I wanted to be a flag twirler desperately, and it never happened for me. You could have been. 
You didn't try I it know. out? I don't know. I had my clarinet. I was stuck with it. Okay. <laughs> like I was every year. Okay. So I went to a very small school. So every year, like, you know, new freshmen would come in and by the middle of the year, I would get bumped down to third, you know, the third string or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And, um, and it was, yeah. And that was always in front of the drums. That position was always in front of the drummers and the marching band. And it was just they would just bang away and That's... I couldn't stay in step. It was the most awkward thing in the world. <laughs> I got to see a picture was, of that. Oh, I don't think there are any, but I was so glad when my mom let me quit band. My mom, and, oh my gosh, this is so funny, Chris. My mom played the clarinet in the marching band, but she never learned how to play it. She just hummed through it and hoped that nobody oh would know gosh. that she was just humming until they made her try out for a chair. And then she realized pretty quickly, they're going to find out I'm just humming. That is the funniest thing in the world. And somehow now <laughs> I know exactly from whence you came. And she it's got just, busted. That explains everything. And then kicked her out of the band. Wow. Yeah. The band is the worst. If you're like me, you can't stay in step or you're like your mom and you're just humming the clarinet. I, maybe that's what I was doing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I will never forget. We had to play hot stuff by Donna Summer. No. And if you were a clarinet player, it was just like, da, 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 da. The da, whole time? Da, da, da. The whole time. If you're the loser clarinet player in the third third row. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hot I... stuff by Donna Summer. It was happening. Oh, the band version of looking for some hot stuff, baby. <laughs> you is... know, all those band people were looking for hot stuff. Of course they were. That's where all the cool kids are. What do you mean? <laughs> That's okay. the word. We are totally off track. Yeah, Liza. let's get back it on. Let's back it up. Back it up. Okay. All right. We're backing it up. Okay. So the interesting thing about this lounge is, I mean, it's pretty big. And we didn't have a problem finding seating. We got a cozy table and chairs. And we were loving it. We stayed there for, I don't know, two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And it's made up of four different rooms. So tell us about the rooms. Okay, so as you first walk in, I noticed the bar area, and it's like the main bar, and it's got this big, beautiful, ornate chandelier. It's kind of a golden yellow color coming down, and it's supposed to represent Belle's dress, which I didn't know going into it, and I researched it later, and I can see the the resemblance of it. I mean, it's all really symbolism. Like, it's, it's really vague symbolism. It's not in your face. It's just, you know. You know, it's not actually, because, I mean, okay, so that... I think that room is called the Enchanted Rose Bar. That's the main room. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't pick up on that either. In fact, I thought, because I think a lot of people thought it was going to be super girly because it was themed on Beauty and the Beast. Not in the least. If anything, it's almost masculine, you know? Yeah, it does have some I mean, as masculine as you can get at the Grand Floridian. That's true. But it's kind of macho. I like the colors of the, the, the blues and the golds and everything. And then the yeah. library where we sit... It does have the books, and we sat with the books behind us, and so, of course, I'm going to try to see if I can take a book and read it, but no, they're hot glued to the the thing. Maybe not with a hot glue gun. They probably use some other industrial kind of glue. Yeah. Hot glue could be easily taken out of there. Probably. It's been something impressive. Yeah, Yeah. it's something serious than more than hot glue, but they did glue them down or whatever, so. Right. um, Maybe they weren't even real books. Don't ruin it for people. Don't ruin the magic. They're real books. It looked like they were real, though. They did. If they're not real, 
include, then they did a great job of replicating a real book. So we sat there, and I liked that area. I really do. I think it was the best area. I think that was my favorite area. And that was the part that was originally Miser's Lounge. And that's not a big lounge. I mean, in the mm. in the old way it was set up, you probably could have maybe maybe 40 people in their tops and it would get pretty cozy. But the way it's set up now, maybe about the same amount, but I feel like it's a better use of the space. And I think that, you know, the wall coverings and the paintings and there's a fireplace in there. It's amazing. And then, you know, just the whole experience of like, you know, that was my favorite room. Like you said, that was my favorite. My least favorite room is the garden room, which to me is just a big kind of cold rectangle. It's It's got like a lot of, you know, references to gardens and stuff like that. But it's not very interesting. I think of all the rooms, that would be the last place I'd want to go. Mm. And then the funny thing is, is you open the doors and you go out onto the patio. And I just started singing the Golden Girls theme because that's what it looks like. It looks like Golden Girls. They I'm sh- telling you. They should have named it the Lanai. It's the lanai. It's that wicker you know, looking furniture. It looks kind of wickery with the light green. Uh, it doesn't even have to look golden girls, but it's, for some reason they did not succeed in not making it. Maybe because it's got a match it's the, the outside. Colors. It's the colors. Yeah. The color scheme, the way that it is, it looks like the lanai. I think even then I would happily sit out there because you do get to, you get a view of Seven Seas Lagoon and then the lights are all on. You can see over at the poly and everything. So it is really nice. Mm-hmm. It's just not the theming inside. Like I said, it's kind of masculine and very like kind of fancy, rich, fancy, mm-hmm. but the outside is just like it's somebody's porch, but it's big. It's big. So, um, and, and with the theming, one thing that I really, I don't know why I didn't like it, but I really did not like the outfits that the cast members had to wear. Yeah. Well, I think they were kind of like Grand Floridian outfits, but darker, you know, we're kind of used to those sort of like tan and kind of light green colors and everything they wear. These were just sort of like much darker. Well, yeah. do you remember the prints on them? The busyness of it. You don't remember that? Look it up. Let me tell you. It is so reminiscent of a casino employee. Oh, God. You're having flashbacks. I'm having flashbacks of working at Harrah's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see how you thought that way. They look like a car dealer. Don't get me started on the cocktail waitresses from Caesars Palace when we were out in Vegas for that conference. It was very sad. (laughs) Well, that was a different, that's a different story. That's a whole (laughs) nother situation. But this, Uh this outfit, it it just was like, I've just felt like they were about to start dealing poker. Well, I will say we had a really good server there. Yeah. Then then the service is good. The servers are great. The, The staff's wonderful. I mean, you couldn't, I mean, of course they're going to be great. I mean, they're in a pretty high end situation. Well, yeah, and I would imagine that it was, you know, it was pretty tough to get a job there. And I think oh, yeah. anytime you're dealing with Disney bartenders, Disney servers, you usually get really good people. So, you know, he was no different. He was good. Let's go ahead and move on to the food. Yes. So we tried a number of things. We tried the truffle fries, which I'm going to let Liza talk about because she's going to have a heart attack. Mm. She loves them so much. Yep. The we tried the um, short rib slider, sliders. Those were phenomenal. We had an 
artisan cheese plate, which, of course, delicious, the house-made flatbread, and the octopus. We were hungry. So, Liza, go ahead and tell me about the cheese plate. What did you think? Okay, so the cheese plate, in my opinion... And I know cheese plates don't have a lot, you know, like they're really sparse to me, but this one looked a little bit more substantial than a normal cheese plate. Yeah. Well, for $19, it should be. Would you recommend it to people? I mean, it was a lot more than most cheese plates have. I will say that. So yeah, if you like a cheese plate, I would probably recommend it. They give you a little jar of pickled accompaniments, I guess is what they called it. It's a lot more than what you would usually get. So if you are into a cheese plate, I think I would recommend it. But another thing with the cheese plate, it's also served with bread. And a lot of times you don't get bread served with a cheese plate. Yeah, I always want a little, like, I don't know, I want to stretch it out, you know. I'm, you know me, I'm a massive fan of any cheese plate. I love cheese. Mm. So I thought it was very good. I would definitely order it again. And um, one other thing we loved was the octopus, which had an aioli, a black olive aioli, some tomatoes and little potatoes. That was just really good. It was a little different. It was enough really, like when you start adding all this food up, you're actually going to have a decent sized meal. To me, the octopus was definitely enough for two people to share, maybe even three. To me, I didn't like the octopus because I felt like it was too fishy. Yeah. I mean, I think that's never a, you're never a big fan of that, but mm-hmm. I, I did like it. And I the, did like it. I like octopus if it's fried. And so. Yeah, that's true. And I didn't have it. And it wasn't fried and it was just um, not really appealing to me in general. Yeah. You're not, you're not a fish person. I think you definitely need to be a fish person to enjoy this, but there was a lot of it. Well, you do get potatoes and that is filling. Yeah, it's filling. What did you think about the flatbread? Now, I, I think the flatbread is one of the better things on the menu. I thought the flatbread, it was larger than what I expected it was going to be. I saw several people getting them before we got ours. And the, it was making me hungry. Yeah. And charred <laughs> broccolini, I'm always going to be a fan with ricotta. Yeah. I love ricotta and I love broccolini on a pizza. So I'm Yeah. In. And now we're getting to our two favorites, which I'll do the mini sliders and I'll let you have the fries since you are in love with the fries. Mm. The mini sliders come out. They're short rib sliders. They have just a tiny bit of meat and then they've got a little bit of onions and then they've got a little bit of sauce, like a little sauce on it with blue cheese. And there's three of them. They're a good size. I mean, like the three of them, okay, they're $16. That would be a meal for one person. But Liza and I were sampling things and sharing things. And so we ended up um, splitting them. And of course, we each had one. And then there was that third one left. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my gosh, are we going to go ahead and have to fight about this? Because I don't even know if we want to get kicked out of the Grand Floridian over a slider. (laughs) So I cut it in half and we split it. Yes, you did make the sacrifice. I did. I was like, I was like sitting there thinking, do I give her the slider? No. Yeah, no. We shared it. It was delicious. The meat is shredded. It's not like ground or anything like a typical slider. Don't not get this. I'm telling you, you will love this. So that was a double negative for all you grammar people. Uh But yeah, definitely get that. Okay, Liza, truffle fries. Okay. I'm just going to say for $14, I 
was thinking going into it, how are you elevating a fry? I mean, I know that people put the plastic cheese on it, the bacon, the sour cream. I know no plastic cheese, none. No, we don't love plastic cheese. I don't like it, but mm-hmm. people like Bad. it, but whatever, you know, but that's not a fry elevation. This is a fry elevation. This is worth I'm telling you, and I am cheap, girl. I am so cheap. I won't even buy a vowel. I'm so cheap. I'm going to try to solve that puzzle with no vowels because I don't want to spend 250 But what I'm saying is this. Wait a minute. Do you always have to buy a vowel on that show? No, because sometimes you can guess, like, is there an A? And they'll give it to you, right? No, 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 no. If you want to guess a vowel, you got to buy a vowel. Oh, I didn't know that. No, wait. Okay. You might be able to say it. No, because you, you have to buy the vowel. I'd like to okay, buy a vowel. Okay, listeners, Facebook group, just tell us. We don't know. We're, we're no, forgetting. No, I do know forgetful. because it's like Wheel of Fortune. I love Wheel of Fortune. I know. I Is Vanna still on there? Yes, girl. They are lifers. Let me just tell you, Pat and Vanna <laughs> would be dumb to get rid of Wheel of Fortune. I mean, what does she have to do really think about it? That's true. Oh, my gosh. There's no way. Look, I am that cheap, though. I am so cheap. I would be really hard-pressed to buy a vowel. And I would pay $14 for these fries. They are that good. Right. I mean, they're delicious. And, and there's so much of them. Like, honestly, you get two, you get a big serving, enough for two hungry people. And you'll they're still you're kind of be leaving feeling stuffed, and really. they're a good fry. Like, they are not fried, like, I don't know, two hours ago when they were sitting in a vat just waiting. No, they were so hot. They were so crispy on the outside, oh. and they had that wonderful softness on the inside. Oh. They were fry perfection. I mean, like, I would knock over an old lady for these fries. <laughs> I'll knock over an old lady anyway, just if she gets on my nerves. over no, Pat Sajak for these fries. I, I would knock him over too, and Vanna at the same time in my golf cart yes. if I had one. I mean, that's how much I love those fries. I mean, they're so spectacular. Good. And what about the dipping sauce? The dipping sauce was good. It was like a garlic aioli, which no one is, if you complain about a garlic aioli, just, just stop right now. Just start eating beans in a can because (laughs) I mean, seriously, you need to just eat it. Although I should say this, you know, I actually took my kid out to lunch today and there was a garlic aioli and guess what? He needed ketchup. But that's okay because he's he's twelve. You know, that's different. I know. I forgive him. They're different. They're different. They don't understand. And sometimes a garlic aioli can be a little on the bland mayonnaise side, but this this is not. not. And I'm telling you, and look, this is coming from Cheapo McCheaperson right here. I... you know, you can be very frugal, I must say. I've rarely seen you waste money. I'm trying You're not to. You're a very practical person. Well, I have to be. But, I know. But this, I make an exception for these fries. Yeah. Well, we're going back. Next time we mm. go there, we're like pulling up a chair. We're going to be those people. They're like, oh, my God, are these two ever going to leave? <laughs> it was nice. I mean, the environment was nice. It was the night we went there. It had a good crowd. People were having fun. Nobody was loud or obnoxious. And I will tell you, if you have kids, feel free to bring them. If they will eat the food, you can have dinner there because there were definitely a couple families in there with well-behaved, quiet children that we passed eating fries. Who, I mean, of course, they're going to be good. They're eating those yummy fries. They probably brought them some ketchup. And, mm-hmm. and they'll bring you ketchup, too, if you want them, just so you know. But, yeah, I mean, it's phenomenal. We loved it. I, I will say we, we didn't really have alcohol. Well, Liza had a drink. I had Diet Coke, and I'll tell you why. Because I was there with my agents, and 
I did not want to drink a drink and then fall asleep in front of them because that's what I do. So I just, I had Diet Coke. So I was kind of the party pooper that night. Um, but how I'll was, have a how was the Diet Coke? It was sparkly. <laughs> it was wonderful. There was, was a good fine. ratio of carbonation to syrup. There was. Okay. And there was plenty of ice in it. It was also expensive. It was $4.25. So, but, you know, I mean... I could have had a glass of wine. I probably would have been okay with that. But, you know, I just didn't, I, it was a lot of, we had a big um, training. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of us there. I wanted to be on my P's and Q's. I do fall asleep if I have a glass of wine. I'm just that weirdo person. Anyway, I'm not. And you had a drink and yours looked good. Liza is not a big drinker either. We always say we'd rather have cake than alcohol. We're going to eat our calories. So, That's absolutely true. We had dessert that night, didn't we? No. <laughs> yeah, we actually ate we again. We did have at the dessert. Plaza, at the and plaza, then we came back. And then we so. went back. And then I had one more drink, but that I didn't buy it because I'm cheap. And thank you, Franklin. Oh, uh, yeah, Franklin. Franklin's the best. Franklin's I love Franklin. The best. They do have tableside cocktails drink cart. Well, they will prepare and narrate each component of the drink as you get it. Okay, but that was not going on late at night. So I believe that it's only during a certain time of the day that they're going to do this because it wasn't going on when we were there. I would have liked to have seen that. Honestly, I probably would have enjoyed that. You know, and it was pricey, but I feel like if you're somebody like me that just has like one, possibly two, and then that's it, and then you're shutting it down. I mean, I feel like, you know, why not indulge every now and then and just like get something that's going to be good. The drink that I got was really, really good. I got the Island Rose. There was a big list of fun looking cocktails that you could get. I'm not a gin person. Some people we, we were with, they got gin. They've got a margarita. They've got some stuff. But every drink, it's really beautiful. I mean, it looks real fancy. It always looks good. But the fruity one is the Island Rose that I got. And it's got like grapefruit kettle one in it. So it's like a vodka, rose, lime, almond something, pineapple, and rose water. It was $15. That's a lot of money. but It is a lot. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot. But it was so good. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. But it came with this cherry. I don't know what kind of cherry it was. It must have been soaked in something. It made it really dark and dense. And it was like, I've never had it anything like it and it was so good that when we went back I was just like hey can I get just some of those cherries in a cup and the waiter looked at me like oh he said (laughs) he's like you're one of those you're not gonna sit here and eat the garnishments lady I'm thinking well okay I just did want the garnish and I just wanted the garnish in a cup and he's like well you have to pay for those and I was like that's fine how much is it if I like you know I just want like 10 or something in a cup (laughs) He said, it's $3 for three cherries. And then I said, well, why wouldn't you just say it's a dollar a cherry? Because basically that's what it is. I mean, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I do know math. And then Franklin said, thank you, Franklin. I'll get I'll get you some, and then you can just get another drink. So just give her three and put her in the drink. And I'm like, okay. And every bite I took of that cherry, I kept thinking, like, if I ate half of it, I was like, I'm chewing 50 cents right now. <sighs> oh, I just ate a dollar. 
I'm thinking, this is crazy, but they were, see, and I'm in the wrong business. I need to start figuring out what they're doing to those cherries, and then I can start selling those cherries. <laughs> That's a great idea. You know, they probably soaked them, uh, obviously they're soaked in some kind of alcohol, so, and it's probably maybe rum. Well, you like rum cake, right? Oh, So, yes. I mean... You know, like, like, do not put a rum cake in front of her and no. then have your hand around because you might come back without a finger. I'm just saying, oh, like, Liza's skinny, but she's fast. So, <laughs> you know, she's going to get that cake. I'm going to get that so. cake. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It is. I, I mean, it was good. Every drink there was gorgeous. It was beautiful. You felt really fancy in there. I mean, people yeah. were dressed really classy. It's a great date night if you'd want to go yeah. on a date. Just, you know, you're on an anniversary. Get someone to watch the kids. Or just leave them in the room. Like just with <laughs> Cheerios. They'll be great. No, I'm kidding. Um, Honestly... It is a good date night kind of place. I would say that you could have dinner there. You really could. If, as long as you're not like a picky eater or something, because there's some stuff on, like obviously caviar at $95 for that, <sighs> that portion we didn't have, of course. You know, some of it's expensive. Some of it's got some stuff you might not like. You know, if you don't like fish, you might not like the octopus. You might not like some of the stuff they put on the flatbread. Um, but for most people, it's a great little date night. I'm planning on going back in December. The food in the menu is by like the chefs from Citrico's and Victorian Alberts. And the food actually comes from Citrico's Kitchen. Yeah. So it's coming from there, and you know that's a good restaurant. I mean, in Victorian Alberts, I mean, I've never been because we could change that. I'm not buying a vowel, but definitely have heard good things. Victorian Alberts is amazing. I got to go twice. I I keep trying to go a third time, but I it's so expensive. Yeah, I mean it's wonderful. I really think that this is a great addition. It wouldn't be my favorite lounge. I think if you had to say favorite lounge on property, I'm probably going to go with Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. But the thing about Nomad Lounge is, you know, that park closes at like, you know, basically nine o'clock. So you can't really finish off your evening there. You're going to have to leave. Whereas something like this place is open from one o'clock until midnight every day. So they, they get an edge for that. But I think it's, I do love Nomad Lounge. Just personal, had, I've ha always had a good time when I've been there. But this is a close second. So I have to go to Nomad. I still haven't been. We need to go the next time you're there. It's, it's hard to get over there because when you're in that park, you're doing rides or, you know, seeing animals or doing interesting things. And, you know, it's hard to say, oh, I'm going to take a couple hours and just go sit. I've done that. It was wonderful, but it's hard to get time to do that. And especially for you, like when you're there with your kids, your kids are going to want to ride everything. And when you're there with me, we usually have like at least one or two work things that we're down there for, mm -hmm. and that takes up a lot of time. So, well, like this time, we had hardly any time. You no, know, free time. we really didn't. But yeah, I would say Enchanted Rose Lounge, go check it out. I want to close this with two things. First thing is we have listeners in South Korea and in Brazil. And it's specifically Fernanda. I want to thank her because she actually wanted to work with us. I just sent her an email and told her she couldn't because we're not supposed to book people from Brazil for some other reasons. But I want to thank her and everyone else in Brazil for listening. And whoever it is in South Korea who's listening, thank you to you as well. Um, 
We appreciate all our listeners, but Liza sees the stats of who's listening and it's always very nice. Yeah, Um, it's fun because we didn't have anybody in South Korea listening to us. And then all of a sudden... I wonder if they're military. They're like 25 to 30 every week. And Well, thank you, South Korean people. They know how to Um, do the skincare. I can tell you that. They do. Everybody says South Korea. Great, Mm -hmm. great skincare products. The other thing I want to do is um, you may have noticed we've been a little slow lately. That's for two reasons. One, I've been really sick. I just, I never get sick. I've had the worst cold. And the other thing is that Adam's grandma passed away and Adam was very close to her. He said she was his best friend and his favorite golden girl. So we just want to dedicate this show to Adam's grandma and to Adam. We hope you can come back soon. And yes. we're very sorry what ha- about your grandma. We know that you were a wonderful grandson to her. And I'm sure she's looking down on you from the from lanai that big, in the sky. The big lanai in the sky. So thank you. You know, hopefully we get Adam back. Yeah, Adam's we sweetheart. love Adam. We, you know, he's okay. No, I'm kidding. We do. <laughs> so, no, we do so, love yeah, Adam. We just want to, um, thank him for all the work he's done for us and all the work on Twitter. Speaking of which, if you like us, and I don't know why you don't, but if you do, um, you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Liza keeps that page going. Thank you, Liza. And we, of course, have a private group on Facebook that you can join called the Mouse and More Podcast. And if you are planning a vacation, we would love to work with you. We can pretty much work with anyone in the world. South America has some limitations for us. You can find us at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com and we would love to help. Good night. Good night.